Hello. If you're listening to this uh, as a recording, we do a weekly little recap of the outrage of the week. If you want to catch the, this is a chat, little chat thing that we do live. If you want to catch the Real Outrage Overload podcast, that's a science podcast about political polarization and outrage in society and lowering the temperature. You can catch that. You can learn all about that podcast at outrageoverload.net. So that's quite a bit different than what we do on these little chat shows. But I'm here with Lisa. Hi, guys. And I'm David. And we kind of recap, like I said, the kind of events of the week. <laughs> what grinds my gears. What grinds my gears is kind of what this has become a little bit. So um, we might wait a little bit for people to come on, see if we see some people join us. It's it's kind of late. We usually do these on Sunday evenings, but we really can't do that this Sunday. So we decided to jump on Ready? tonight. Cracking a cold one. Cracking a cold one. Everyone and, will hear that. Yeah. And uh, so that's why we're doing it on a Friday again instead of on uh, Sunday night. I just have too much stuff going on. I can barely fit you in tonight. Yeah, I know. This, this might, we'll see how this goes. Uh, let's see. So we're just kind of waiting to see if some people join. You want to just go on a little bit in the meantime? Meander about the, uh, we started when the leaf blowers were still going. Did you notice that? I did notice that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this mic may not pick them up as bad as some, some mics do. But yeah, they might, you might have that background sound. Not for much longer. No, hopefully not. I'm surprised they're out there this late to begin with. I'm not. You're not? No. Because you, no, or not. Well, I guess we could just chat and people that listen to the recording can hear it. Yeah. People that are live can't. We're quiet. They're not going to come on. Yeah. All right, so what do you have on your list this week? i got to bring my list up. I've been having trouble finding it. You lost your list. So um, I did lose my list, and I'm, not, I'm freaking out a little bit. I can't remember where you put it. So I'll just mention this, uh, that... The judge approved a $626 million settlement in Flint, Michigan, about the water crisis. That was how much? $626 million. That's not going to fix it. Well, so it's it's not to fix it. I think that's to actually go out to the people. They, you know, like they're going to get compensation. Yeah, compensation. You know, and I'm kind of curious if, you know, I don't know. Is that a number that people of Flint are happy with or, or not happy with? I don't know. And I, you know, and I think people still want like criminal charges against some of these people. And that hasn't really happened or, or, or did that. They weren't able to move that forward. But yeah, um, so I don't know the number of 626 is a good number or a bad number. But it's pretty well documented on how the water started to get bad. But the people who. Um, and there was all kinds of like covering it up. and Right. Those are the people who should, uh, you know, 
those of you who should fry. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I mean, that's what, right. I mean, that's why I think people are upset. Even if they get some money out of it, I think people are still upset that they, um, you know, that, that there was no criminal, nobody really suffered because of what they did. And um, I, you know, and I don't know, I don't know all those details, but you know, and this spanned across a long period of time. It, it, it's been going on forever. Yeah. It's a long time. I mean, yeah, the ground, I mean, the ground's going to be contaminated for a long time, but, um, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that where people are going to get very much compensation. Yeah. I don't know how that breaks down. Cause it, it was, yeah. How many, would it be every man, woman, and child? Yeah. Or just every adult. Every adult probably would be my guess, but. And every child that goes into a trust. Everybody that pays taxes or something, probably they probably look through some tax record to figure it out. Yeah. But your child suffered too. And they don't, but they don't, uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how that's divvied out. Doesn't seem like enough. Did you find your, your notes? Yeah, I did find my notes. All right. What do you got? You ready to start this one? Sure. Wait, well, let's, um, well, the whole uh, freak out about the word woke. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So which, and which, so which freak out are you talking about? <laughs> like who's freaking out on which side or whatever? Well, I, well, this is the thing. The way I read it is that, you know, the, um, the right's freaking out about the word woke and they don't want that. Um, they don't want to use the word woke. They don't want to use the word gay. They don't want to use the word woke. And they think woke is not a thing and it um, just means hippie. And which then, it kind of does. It can, <laughs> or like you say, it means a caricature of to, some prototypical Democrat that they hate kind of thing. That's yeah. For them. Right? Yeah. For, yeah. If you're, yeah. So they freaking out about that and they don't want that word used. And, um, so then the other side, so the pendulum swung way, way back the other side and, uh, Jen Saki on T on, um, MSNBC went on and on about the word woke and how how unwoke are those people that they don't understand woke. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I heard about it. I, I didn't see it. I saw part of it. But I was also like, is she going to be another one another one that gets crazy all the time? I like her. But yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You go on that network and that kind of happens, right? You have to preach that that way. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those ones. I kind of hate when words are kind of taken away from people, but I do say that it, that word has become so kind of um, it can mean anything. And yeah, well, a it's polarizing, but b it also can mean different things, to different people. And we're you know, so you know, I'm I sort of don't tend to use that word really because it, like I say, it's just not. A, it could be clearly defined, but it's simply not. Everybody it means something different to everybody. You know, and there was a whole there was that thing. I don't know. You probably saw the clip of the lady trying to describe what woke was yeah. yeah and stumbling and not able to do that and you know like i said it kind of means different things and it's come you know and i think that you know it's it's evolved anyway and and i think there is an aspect to it you could argue that's kind of the political correctness side of it a little mm -hmm. bit right you stay these things tend to move from you know uh you know some kind of an attribute into into um in, into like a, a Bible, you know, where you, it's like the seven deadly sins. And if you break one, you know, then everyone's going to be mad at you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, 
starts to be like that. People start using it as a weapon. Yeah. You know, that does happen, but you know, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. And you know, and the, the guy that I actually interviewed this week, you know, we talked, he went to CPAC and sort of talked about like six things that, you know, that came up a lot there and the sort of wokeism slash, you know, just everything that kind of goes with that came up a lot there. And it, it rings with, with the folks there, you know, it does ring, ring with them. Although he was saying that the crowd there, while it might be good sound bites for Fox or wherever, or the internet, you know, he was saying some of the crowd there when they had some of the woke stuff and some of the kind of anti-trans stuff and which was another topic he said was popular there. Mm -hmm. He said the crowd often was not into it. Like they actually weren't, but you could tell they were kind of just doing it because they were on TV. There's no rebuttal. Just, you get to do whatever you want. And you know, they they knew it was kind of sound bites for other things and it it did appeal to a certain base, but he was saying some of that stuff didn't even ring well with the group there, which you would expect to be pretty extreme based on, you know, sort of what the whole agenda is going in, right? Well, and the problem is that you can't just, um, you can't just um, sit there and just say, well, I don't, I don't really approve of this. You can't just sit sit there. And yeah, there's you no have to two. get out there and do something. Well, yeah. But it's, in, yeah, so the woke thing, yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's kind of too bad when a word gets taken away from people, but you know, it's just not really a word that's usable, that's useful anymore. Yeah. So that was... Um, that was one of your things. Well, it was one of my things. Well, I'm, because, I'm curious to, to see the gym soccer Only because see what I just felt there. like it swing all the way from one end and all the way to the other. It's like... Yeah, well, that's part of the whole problem with it, yeah. You gotta, you gotta smallen the arc, right? Yeah. Shrink the arc. Yeah, the whole pendulum swing thing. Yeah. So, and what, well, and what do you have today? What made you I don't upset? have a, none of it necessarily made me upset. I was just kind of looking at what was kind of out there. What are people getting excited about? I saw that, well, oh, I had that one about that. We did, I did our homework to a degree. So I'll probably bring that up at some point. We may bring that up a little bit later, but um, that, that's what I was mostly looking at. What are the kind of things that are kind of being, people are being raged about. Now, some of it I left out because all you could hear about this week was like, to me, it's not news to say a certain person might get indicted. That's not news. It's <laughs> not news. Like, why are they still talking about every single hour of every single day? Tell me when something happens or doesn't happen. You know, it's like, this is not news. But, uh, well, so I have a lot of kind of weird stuff this week, but one of them was um, the rap artist Afro Man is getting sued by the officers who raided his house. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, okay. Where have you been on this? This is this is a well. I think the getting sued part is pretty new. For, yeah, that's pretty new. But so you, you heard the you did the background check on this. Well, I mean, I know that. Yeah, I mean, not a lot, but I know that he this happened a while back, and so deputies, what happened is that they uh, they just they thought all this they stuff. thought that he had weapons and drugs. Yeah, and so they raided they but they did a um, no knock knock the door down. Um, warrant to a guy who had no no drugs right none of it they no have, and all the things they got the warrant for, for nothing, none of it nothing. right yeah. he's in there with his kids yeah so he he did a song he song about it and a video about it right and um used some of that footage yeah and so now they're suing him 
for using that footage. To make them, because they made them look bad. I don't, yeah, yeah, because they made them look bad. Yeah. Because you did what this thing that you, you actually really did. did. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, how dare you call me out for a yeah. thing I actually did. Yeah. Right. That's kind of, I, I thought you'd know something about that, but I, I, I saw that was kind of in the news. I thought that was interesting. Well, what's... I mean, it's interesting. The cops are suing, the guy, the cops that did the bad thing are suing the guy that they sort of had this fake raid about. Right. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Just... And why, they, how'd they even get that warrant? Like, what was all this evidence? Uh, that's, a, that's a different, that's a different topic. Cause I don't know if anybody, I right. don't know. Right. That's why the whole thing is kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, and we talked a couple couple episodes. I don't know. Some one of the recent ones we talked about how the whole the CDC put out a was it CDC anyway somebody I think it was CDC I can't remember who put it out but one of the major organizations put out a thing saying they had what weak confidence that COVID had originated in a, maybe did it originate in a lab. Remember a couple this was within a few weeks ago. Yeah, or whatever. yeah. Yeah, and we talked about it a little bit here. And so, but they, they had like a week, I don't know, what, what did they call it? It was a weird, it was a weird way to word it, but that, you know, that, that they, they, weak, low confidence or something like that, I think is what they said. But now, right after that, now another analysis says it's much more likely that it did happen in a wet market. And they're saying it happened by guess what? Raccoon dogs. Raccoon dog. <laughs> Came from raccoon dogs. As so you can say. let the bat off the hook. It's uh, now a raccoon dog. But. Guess what a rec? Do you know what a raccoon dog is? A bat. No, a raccoon dog is a dog that just has a face that looks like a rec. It's a certain kind of a, from Asia. This dog, the wild dog, that has a face that looks like a raccoon. Well, you know it's a cute little guy. Oh, you looked him up. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's an NPR story of what a raccoon dog is, and uh, but yeah, so no longer. So now you know we're back to a, it's a wet market. Like what was a few weeks ago it was probably a lab leak. Now it's back to wet market. So it's like a. Do we even care at this point? <laughs> who's um, who's doing these studies? Yeah, actually, yeah. Who did that study? This 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 most recent analysis. I'm not sure. I have to look. I can grab that. But I anyway, I, I mostly back. brought it up to kind of fit in with what we talked about a couple episodes ago. So or recently on an episode, I don't remember which one. Um, and so, you know, now they have new evidence that points back to the wet market thing after they just came out with the thing saying it maybe, I think they said it probably is the lab, but low confidence. So I don't even know how you're supposed to read that. <laughs> and then there, and like you said, there, did we talk about um, the unfreezing of the bacteria last, last week? Oh, were they? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I know. And we're like, why are you doing that? What is this? You're trying to do, uh, Jurassic Park on us here. Don't do that. Just let that stuff stay frozen. Oh, yeah, please. <laughs> We're getting close to um, baseball. Yeah, it's within uh, single-digit days. Yeah. And uh, our team looks pretty good. It's a weird season. Who knows? But It's always a weird season. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Are you getting excited? Uh, a little bit. I'm, this weather, I mean, once once we get a little bit better weather, this rain has been insane. It has been nuts. Yeah, it's not good. But um, All right, what else you got on your list besides baseball? No, go oh, with baseball, but I don't get more on your list. Yeah, I do, but, you know, I could work it in. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> mine is the, <laughs> thou protest too much. 
where uh, a yeah, uh, one of the uh, senators, senators. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Okay, say his. You, you oh, say, I don't remember the guy's name. What's it about then? Well, the one I'm thinking of is the guy who was a really hardcore anti-trans. Nope, nope, nope. No, okay, there's no nope, one. Okay, nope, go nope. ahead. Utah representative um, is fighting against the student um, student loan um, payback payback right student debt. He's fighting against it. He's saying he shouldn't. Um, they shouldn't. Um, you know. Taxpayers shouldn't pay for the forgiveness of these loans, and um, oh, it turns out that the, he's uh, filed for bankruptcy five times. I was gonna, and I was gonna say he he got a PPC loan of some kind. He probably did also, yeah. but oh, I should look it up to see if he had, did get a PPC loan because then talk about. Hip, I mean, do they understand the word hypocrite? <laughs> they understand. It's, it, it's interesting because I think. It used to be something people cared about to a degree, and I, I think that's just simply gone out the window now. No one, no one cares, and no one's really seems accountable for it. Didn't that happen fast? I yeah, mean, there's usually an evolution. Yeah, you're right. I mean, when did this crossover happen? Yeah, it's a good, good question because it, it does seem like it wasn't like this forever. Like the people used to have shame, and they'd actually get in, you know, some trouble when they sort of broke a norm. Okay. Now these norms have just been all destroyed so i saw now we saw it a lot at the beginning of the uh first set of uh 45s impeachment hearings um but you know they started all these uh, hearings that they'd have these senate hearings yeah and uh, and then there'd be that um you know the person that's on the stand going to testify uh, the testifier and the testifiee <laughs> was testify, and then they would always be calm and straight laced and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and yeah. There's been yelling in the past at those. Not things. like all the time now. Not like all the time now, but there, there's been yelling at those things in the past. Not that just I mean, but such disrespect. Yeah, such, and it's so. Oh, I know. Such babies. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. not just um, the person testifying. Senators. Wait, wait, just going. Oh yeah, well. You know, <laughs> right. What are you doing? They're not sophisticated arguments. <laughs> well, I just don't know who has the nerve just to go off and be a, you know, a freak on uh, on all this stuff is on camera. Well, yeah, I mean, half of it is grandstanding and show, you know, trying to get a soundbite anyway. Yeah. But there's just no respect for our uh, representatives. And then, then the question goes back, mm, did they deserve respect? Well, that's right. I mean, that's part of the issue, too. But is it's, that maybe it's not the representatives I'm disgusted about. It's more of just the um, institution. Yeah, well, and that's a big problem that we've lost trust in these institutions at this point. Like you say, for to some degree, for good reason. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, this is what the consequence of acting the way you act. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's bad, but guess what? You also brought it on yourself. I mean, I guess the lady who um, broke into Pelosi's office got um, sentenced. 
Yeah, and that, she's the one who ended up with her laptop and trying to sell her laptop. Yeah. Three years, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Don't these sentences seem light? These sentences all seem short to me. I mean, for storming the freaking Capitol, you'd think this would be like, there'd be some massive charges and you'd be in big trouble for that. You know, it's, that's just, to me, that's crazy to, that those sentences are all so light. Mm-hmm. The longest one is six years or something so far. I mean, and most of them are, like you say, a couple of years or less. Some of them are six months time served and stuff like that. You know, it's just kind of crazy how... You know, they just aren't getting, I mean, obviously we've had seditious conspiracy charges, guilt, you know, um, convictions on that uh, with some of these Proud Boys. And there's still a whole nother, what's the other one that's not Proud Boys, but there's another group like that. There, That one's coming up next. That's not, that's ha- those decisions haven't been, you know, that's not over yet. So there could be more convictions on that line. But but those were the, really some of the biggest ones. And like, yeah, and it's, it's, to me, it's kind of crazy. Like you would just think, I mean, us have spending some time in DC that something like that, it would be like, you would be taken away and never seen again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. going to, you're going to move to Russia or something, you know, you're going to be, <laughs> but it's just amazing. No, that, that, that just didn't happen. You, you know, you're thinking like a, you know, like a massive spy, you know, what was the last execution? It's probably the fifties. I think well, maybe it was later than that. They executed somebody for spying, not, you know, like maybe 50 years ago, something like that. Um, yeah, but we haven't executed anybody for that in a long time. But you're thinking like that. Like, you're thinking this is going to be like a major crime. Well, nobody's spied, David. That's why I, 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 know, I didn't do it. I know. I'm just There's saying no it security. felt like the same yeah. kind of thing. Like, you don't do that. Like, we've been in those buildings and what the security is like and oh, geez, that kind of stuff. And you think, I mean, you've had personal interactions with Secret <laughs> Service. So, I mean, you just, you know, if you spend any time there, you just think this would just be like a really big deal. Yeah. Like it seems like, you know, some of those people can almost write their own laws and do whatever they want to you when you but, do that kind of but, thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, blatantly. Not behind closed doors like the, uh, like the old guys did. <laughs> yeah, like all the other were doing. Yeah. 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 But yeah, anyway, that, yeah, you're right. Those sentences seem super light. It's just that that blows me away. It's like it's not really that big of a deterrent to the next people that mm-hmm. want to do that. Like if I'm going to get nine months or six months in time served, if I lose this thing, but I might win this thing and actually take over the country. So like for six months in time served, it's kind of worth it. If right. I, if my head's in that place, you know, it's like, that's not even a hard decision or not as hard. So no. yeah, I, I, I'm shocked. I mean, that's been blowing me away. Yeah. I, I know. Well, I'll so, talk about. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna. I don't have that much more, so I was. I have my local news stories thing. We talked oh, about. Oh yes. Bit. Yeah. So, uh, and the last time we talked, we were kind of talking about how. Do we really know our local representatives? Yeah. Well, like we spend so much energy on these national politics, and they want us to be all engaged and worried about that. And you know, we probably have, could have a lot more impact, or local politics probably have a lot more impact on us. And most of us don't even know. I mean, I'm guilty of that. That's kind of what we talked about last week is how we both were kind of guilty about that. And like, I don't even know, you know, what I did is I started at the higher national level politicians or senator and this kind of thing, worked my way down, you know, to these local things. And we couldn't name anybody. I had no no idea. (laughs) Well, not zero, but not zero. But I mean, yeah, we we didn't score well. 
<laughs> no, we did way. not score well. So then we said, well, and we also got then talking about how there isn't a lot of local news either because they, they always want us engaged in these national affairs. So we don't have a lot of local news either so, talking about this stuff. So we kind of looked into that, looked at that and challenged each other to try to find some local story about one of our local politicians. And I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know if what I did counts as succeeding or not, but... <laughs> well, what I did, let me just say that this this uh, last week I had to do um, a little bit of time researching a, um, a charity that we might be um, considering supporting. And um, I was just so surprised on how that you could run a charity that offers a service, but they you don't have an address on your website. And then I just keep thinking, what? And I looking for the contact me or thing. I needed to see where this charity was located, where the services that they offered were located. Mm -hmm. And their whole and they show pictures of their building. They show pictures of the workspace. They show the whole thing. So it's not like they don't want people to know where they are. And I was just stunned, and I started to think, I've seen this now uh, several times. Your web go. You try to. They always people refer you to their website. Are they, you know, even these uh, robocallers, you know, if you want to see if your internet's out, check our, check your website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. But just the total. Um, yeah, if your phone is dead, call us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I um, didn't get time to do my um, article search. I was too busy <laughs> trying to figure out where this charity was. So there is, there are some charity rating things that you can. I know, but they they're a very localized. Oh, I see. Charity, they only. So yeah. Work in these few counties. Well, slower is the same kind of thing, right? There. Yeah. There's no rater down to that level typically, right? So they probably weren't on the list to be rated because they're they're local. Yeah, that's true. So I had to reach out to. some family members to see if they knew of this charity and, or if they knew anybody on the board and stuff. And not very many people have heard of it, so I had to do. And so did you come to a conclusion? I came to the conclusion that it, it is a legit charity and they do provide their services. It's just that they're very select. Hmm. So, but they, but they did reach out to us to be a part of a fundraising scheme and we're like, okay, well, let me check. Let me check out. Check it out. I was just so angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, so my local news story slash something about a local official has to do with the school board. What? <laughs> which our school board is elected, and I'm still trying to find out more about that student, that one student member of the school board. Yeah. But um, and how that works. But I reached out to them. They didn't get back to me. But. Um, they did not respond to my request. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the student? Yeah, the student. Uh, oh, dude, it's spring break, dude. Yeah. but um, So the story has to do with, I guess there's been several um, it, um, clashes, I guess. Um, Butting of heads? Yeah, at the been some, some rows or rows, that would, that would you say, at the school board fracas. meetings. Yeah, fracas at the school board Fisticuffs. meetings lately. Over various things, uh, and I think it is all kind of semi-related to trans and LGBTQ issues lately. That's been one of the, and basically gender and sexuality in the libraries, gender and sexuality 
in things in the schools. And this is kind of these heated, they have had several heated um, meetings on that. And this one is um, someone is proposed, someone proposed a, um, a day of silence and it's actually April 14th. So that would be this day of silence. So, and I guess it's observed to vow silence for the whole day to show support as well as to be a show of empathy for those that feel voiceless oh. <laughs> within our schools or across our country. And that, 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 that. So anyway, so that created, created uh, the fracas or a ruckus, whatever. <laughs> One of those. Um, okay. At these school board meetings. So um, suggesting that a vow of silence or a day of silence, you wouldn't have to. Okay, I'm going into my idea mode now. We could do this. You could do that. <laughs> but I mean, if you do, you don't have to observe it. Right. And yeah. So and all and all he's really what that what he's asking you to do is just just recognize that this is a day where people we should think about the people who are voiceless. Right. Didn't didn't our kid do the the day of uh, Signs at his school one year. It's it's yeah. I think I do remember something yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. I don't know if he was silent. You know, and I guess there was the talk of how much this would cost, and it was like, what do you mean how much it would cost? Right. That's when everyone came back with like, um, as far as I know, we haven't spent any money on this. Well, what kind of money? I, okay. Well, I guess if they, I don't know, they lost, kids didn't come to school. I don't know. What did they think they were gonna like reprint textbooks or something? Well, I think they're not. Well, that's a whole. That's another issue. That no, no, no. What I'm saying is, what, what? Right. What do they have to do? I mean, I'm thinking print a flyer, put a window in the, put a sticker in the window. Oh, it's I, called art class. Here's yeah. Some, here's a glue stick right. and a magazine. Make a make a uh, poster. Yeah. I wonder what they thought that would cost. So, um, you know, so in this debate, they also talked about how in, at this, in this school district, 23% of students identify as not straight and 2% identify as trans. That's interesting. When was that taken? I'm not sure. I mean, this this article's recently about a meeting that just happened, but I don't know when where those numbers come from for sure. How long uh, when they did that study? I'm I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. I was going to say I assume this school year, but it might not be. Okay, so I got easily distracted. So, what was the main um, objection to the day of silence? <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a little hard to articulate. They tried to do it on grounds of money or the waste of money. And and uh, let's see what else. Yeah, so they had cost was an issue. Uh-huh. So they they were just concerned it would be it would get in the way of the instructional day. <laughs> Are you kidding? 
the teachers got all silent students in my day. And then there was, of course, the word indoctrinate. Indoctrinate came up to indoctrinate students. Into... <laughs> yeah, being woke. <laughs> <laughs> indoctrinate students to do what? Well, I guess accepting that there are multiple gender roles, things like that. Accepting that some people have a hard time getting help because they don't get hurt. Well, here's, why is that? Well, a here's a here's one of the quote unquote right. So today, quote today, the trendy dysphoria du jour is the psychosis or the flight from reality that is transgenderism, a delusion which declares insanely that men and boys can become women and girls and vice versa, or that people can simply be non-binary or gender fluid. Schools seamlessly introduce and reinforce such neuroses, even in the youngest grades. So there's one argument Wait, against. That, so the, is that a written in argument? No, or did that, someone that, stand up and say that? They stood up and said that at the meeting. That's a practice speech. Looks, sounds like, yeah. Because it, cause it got every word, he got every term in there. Well, he didn't get uh, indoctrinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, it's, it was that kind of a thing, right? So there was so that side of it. Once, they, the, once these other ones that were sort of the pretend arguments didn't work, then they just went straight to like transgenderism shouldn't exist. It should be outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Um, so here's what the student trustee said. Okay. Quote, teachers can choose to participate in discussion. Students who are participating in the day of silence are not exempt from tests or exams. The instructional curriculum continues as planned. Students who choose not to verbally speak, they have the option to write a lot, to write a lot of time. Okay. But more than that, it seems really counterintuitive, but the day of silence actually spurs a lot of conversation on campus. So that's what she had to say. Okay. These people talk this eloquently just right off the cuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was maybe edited a little bit. I think I think, cleaned up. Uh, not sure. So what she's saying is we, whether you do it or don't do it, doesn't matter. We're still going to go to school. We're still going to do. Well, I think that was in counter argument to the it's going to inter disrupt the school day kind of argument. So, so that was her perspective rebuttal. on the ground as a, as a student. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was my local story. <laughs> Wait, but we're not done with the local story. A lot of drama at the school so board just, meetings. So they just told you the two si those two sides and give you what I think that it's now off to be talked about or something. I don't think, I don't think it, anything was decided. So, you know, there used to be when we, when we, um, when we were kids, the local, what did they call it? Um, public access. So I guess YouTube is now public access. Um, so do you think that these school board meetings are televised? Oh. Are streamed? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're streamed, but yeah, they might be streamed. I'm not sure. We should we should start. I know it's like this now you have to go watch and see what's going on with these things. <laughs> Who's got time? I for know that? that guy. Who's got time for that? <laughs> I ain't got time for that. No, but 
we should just look i think it would uh be entertaining for you know, once to i don't know if i'd go back but let's see we should though it's important these are important issues well and that was kind of our whole point of last week that the stuff happening locally is probably more impactful to you than the, that the stuff they want to at nat national level you have less impact on what they do and they have in some ways less impact on you so it's like it's funny are on us so it's funny that we spend all our energy about these national politics and we don't even know what's going on locally <laughs> well, so here's a question will you look up the mayor's salary and stuff i we did that you uh, well yeah some stuff. of these seats have like the salaries like four hundred dollars or something like that. yes yeah but then if you look at their benefits it's so hey look uh, so so i mean it is theoretically public service you know but yeah they're not um they don't get us really pull a salary no some of them i mean i i'm sure some do but i mean many don't and they probably especially you know these guys that take those roles probably have a pretty good job outside because it's not a full-time commitment many of these jobs <laughs> you could make it one you could <laughs> <laughs> you just uh Work your way up and down the street uh, at all the restaurants, getting your free cup of coffee and as the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> David, I think you should look into it next time. Uh, no, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. But so, okay, so here's my question. Yeah. So, you know how like um, these bigger politicians and stuff, they, we, we know all their finances and we know, you know, a lot of their personal stuff. So do you, does our local uh, politicians have to go through such scrutiny? Um, I know there are, there are certain election things they have to do. Like do they have to turn over their taxes? I don't think they have to. No, I don't think, and I don't think that's very common. Most of the thing they have to do is related to their donations and disclosing all that. Well, that's bookkeeping of a company. When you when you yeah, when you but run I mean, there's for office, specific laws about elections, right, though. right. But when you run for office, you now basically have a company that you have to run and keep books and and. But you also have to like if the donation's a certain size, like ten thousand or something, right? So you have, you have, and yes, yeah, so you still are. And actually, you know, when I looked this up, these disclosures were way smaller than ten thousand. So there might be rules locally that they have to disclose everything they get or something because some of these were pretty small donations and they were still maybe it was I don't know I don't know some of them seem. A lot smaller than the number I had in my head to have their, you know, and they had to be listed out that they, you know, got this $600 donation or something. That makes a lot of sense now. I'm going to answer some questions as I've seen in the past. Why is that name on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. So, I don't know the, I don't know the specifics of it. Because as I say, you should run for mayor. And I'm starting to think, you, know, you don't want the paperwork. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want the paperwork. I don't want. I don't the... want people knocking at my door. No, and they already knock enough, right? Right. Don't I want them to know that much about us? But it would be interesting to see. I mean, how much personal? Well, first, well. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the politics of this town would suit me well. <laughs> no, I, but that's why I think you should try. That's why I think you should try. Yeah, well, I don't play nice with others, so you, uh, you do. You're much better now. You've really aged well. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what else you got on your list? I don't have much this week. Well, surprisingly, it was, it was kind of a boring week. It was because um, I don't think any news got reported except for somebody might go to uh, might have a perp walk this week. 
Yeah, and there was That's a lot great. of stuff that I, I saw that I just thought was, I just don't want to spend a bunch of time talking about it. Right. So, but that's what all the news was. Yeah, and exactly. That's exactly what it was this weekend. But I mean, to actually go look and go find other interesting things, it was just so much stuff that I was like, I don't want to talk about that. That's like, I don't, I don't need that. We, we talk about that. Everybody talks about that all the time. I don't need to talk about that. Is There's it, nothing new. Is it, um, is it, and so it was also a lot of sad stories. I mean, there's a lot with Ukraine and other things yeah. going on. There is still a lot. I didn't. I didn't really want to go into all that. Yeah. At least not this week. I'm not into the geopolitical stuff as much anyway. I'm not an expert on all that. Okay. But I mean, some some of the stuff you can look at and still have an opinion about, or just want to know more about, want to learn more about. But if you'd like to learn more about that, yeah, you can just ask uh, <laughs> Wikipedia. Well, now you can ask all these AI. So, yeah, I have a whole bunch of more ideas I want to play with with some of the AI this week. I think the AI should just go bye-bye. Well, that's not happening. That toothpaste well, no, is out I mean, of the tube. Well, no, I mean, just for you. Just for me, <laughs> me not touch it anymore. Well, I can't help it. It's just coming at me. But, I mean, Google introduced the Bard, you know, right. thing this week. And then uh, Adobe has a new image one. Uh, I can't remember what it, or Firefly, I think it's called, um, that, that they have that one. And then also with... Uh, OpenAI added an actual like a plug-in mode to OpenAI, so that's going to really open up the door for people to do all kind of add-ons um, to try to solve specific problems and do certain things or fix certain bugs or do certain filtering. Because now you can plug in your own code into the thing, so I think that's uh, going to open up a whole new ball game there as well. Okay, we need to start a Twitter account. I'm not going to do that, but okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Why? I just I'm over it, but anyway, go ahead. Well, okay. I'm not over your idea. I'm just over Twitter and making Twitter accounts. I might have to remember my idea. <laughs> I don't. It'll come to you, maybe. I, I ruined it. You I totally it. ruined it. I wrecked it. it. And I'm besides, you, I'm using the word "get me a Twitter account" just like I say, "Can you yeah, I Xerox know. this? <laughs> I know. Can, can you can you TiVo this? Can you get put this?" You turn the VCR on. I mean, right? You know, I'm know, going to you, Uber there. Stuff. People yeah. who did their marketing job well. And you, the brands persist. It persist for sure. Like no one's ever even seen the machine or knows what it looks like, but we still use the word. <laughs> exactly. It's like the little save. There should icon. be a word for that. There should be a word for that. There is a word for that, but I don't know what it is. But. That's like that little save icon is still like a floppy disk. Like, yeah. When was the last time anybody has seen a floppy disk, right? But it's, in many cases, it's still a floppy disk. In many cases, think it's a file cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know your idea now. I want to know my idea, too. Let's jump back in time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. It is my fault. That's not the first time. <laughs> it's not the last. <laughs> it's not the last. <laughs> no, it's not the last for sure. No way. It's not the last tonight. All right. Well, while you're trying to remember it, I'll, yeah. What what were we talking about anyway? That'll make you remember it. I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh, local government. I don't know where we went. I can't remember now. <laughs> we had to go back to it because you wanted to make a Twitter account. That threw me off. <laughs> why? Why would that throw you off? That I wanted a Twitter account. Oh, I'm just so over Twitter and making Twitter accounts. <laughs> what you did just all day long? Well, there was a time. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the mail. 
zero one <laughs> waiting for the bail <laughs> waiting for the bail there. What you, I mean nine nine seven. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's the next day. That's the next <laughs> putting my feet up <laughs> putting my feet up zero two putting my feet up zero zero three just how your day is pretty much all right well while you're trying to remember that i'll mention the um i was it was kind of cool that um bob metcalf got the uh alan turing prize which is sort of the nobel prize of, mm -hmm. of computer stuff um, i knew what that was so do you know what he did no but i knew who turing was yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to make exactly say that. <laughs> I was the guy that invented that machine. The turret. No, but that's okay. It's close. He's the guy <laughs> who starred opposite Gwyneth Paltrow in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob Metcalf invented Ethernet. Like a long, well, long time ago. I knew that you had a connection kind of. With him. Yeah. So that's bit. kind of my, yeah, that's my little notice on Do that. Do you used that, to date him? No, but he, yeah, we he don't, I, I'm not, I'm not close to him or anything, but I mean, we've met uh, a few times. I've had a chance to meet him and talk to him and he's a pretty funny guy and heard a lot of uh, old time internet, old, early internet stories that were really back crazy. Back in my day. Well, better than that. <laughs> a lot of sort of stuff we can't repeat. <laughs> Oh no, I lived those days too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that, I thought that was pretty cool that he got that. Who who um who awards that? You know, I had that same question, and I actually no, you didn't. But I don't know that I didn't look that up. I should have looked that up. Yeah, I don't know exactly how how that works or who who awards that. I, I think it's the ACM or something does it, but I'm not What's sure. ACM um, American. It's Computing Machinery Academy of Computing Machinery. Where is it located? Or association. I don't know where ACM is. Is it in the It's going to be Baltimore. It's a town like Baltimore. Is it in the U.S.? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, is ACM No, worldwide? my gosh, you know nothing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if ACM is worldwide, to be honest with you. It might be. It probably is. It's a worldwide web. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, but, uh, so, okay, so I'm looking up two things. One is the ACM. What are they can looking you look at? it up a little? Isn't there anything faster than the Google? I, I know. I need to, can you get the <laughs> microwave for this? Association for Computing Machinery, da, 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 da. world's largest. So world. world. So there you go, world. Oh, but it's a U.S.-based, okay, U.S.-based International Learned Society for Computing. There you go. So it is worldwide, international, except it's U.S.-based. So you figure that out. All right. So, okay. what was the other question? Was, oh, yeah. How do you, how do you get a Turing award? Who awards a Turing award? Yeah. Where are they located? What what's it look like? Is there any prize money? There is a million dollars. Does he have to go to Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, not sure. Don't you? Okay. Am I the only one that if you see pictures of people just all walking around Disneyland, don't you suddenly just feel dirty? Yeah, it is the ACM. See, I told you. Oh. So the ACM is who does it. I assume they probably have a board or a council or something combined with their board that does it. Yeah. Okay, but where are they located? It says U.S. based. Oh, you still want the address of where yes. they are? Yes, okay. you said Baltimore. I, I know. I just threw that out there. <laughs> I mean, if if it's on Baltimore, if it's in Baltimore, I'm gonna call BS. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You stay up at night reading their papers. Yeah.
So where does he live? Uh, is he a California guy? Is that mm, guy? No. Well, he had been at times, but no, he's a East Coast guy. Headquarters, New York, New York. Oh, okay. So that's how that works. Anyway, I thought that was a cool little story. You got that. That's a cool little story. It did. It made you smile. <laughs> Maybe think of some of those stories that I've heard from those little guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all heard those stories. Well, and he had the whole eat my hat thing that he had to do because he he was another one of those guys that wasn't six forty k memory or something, but he had one of those famous quotes: "If this or this, you know, something happens in computing, I'm going to eat my hat." So it, it of course it happened, happened and yeah. had a big had to have a big sort of eat my hat sort of party. I hope somebody gave him this a hat cupcake. I think it was something. like a straw hat or something that he ate, which is like <laughs> I, it doesn't sound good. Maybe somebody <laughs> made him like a fake straw hat out of something else. Yeah, carrot shreds or something. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, there was a eat my. I don't think he ate the whole hat. He just looked like a bite. You know, like the old hee haw hat. Didn't that have a bite in it? Or am I thinking of something else? Remember that? The straw hat. Didn't have a bite in it? All the, all the cartoon straw hats always have a bite in it. There was just one hat. Well, I thought that was part of like the logo or the. Oh, the logo. Make the logo of it or something. I don't. I'm probably not. It probably did, but then they had the hee haw donkey. He he bit the hat. That's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> you were talking about i know because my the, hat okay right, yeah. whatever right because there's a hat with a I bite like, in it I, I think it's funny that you you can find out that all relates it seems normal it sounds about right <laughs> all right what, what else did you stumble across this week or what else did you see outrageous oh you know just um Back to complaining about doctor's offices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So I'm I'm question I'm gonna question the legality of this. So there's a um a doctor that kids when we went to see him today he handed us a note that said um that he is gonna start in uh assessing for all his patients a hundred and $50 fee for a year, every year to make up for the shortfall of what, what their insurance pays back. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess you can ask for whatever he wants, but it seems odd. It's doesn't it seem odd? Yeah. It was just a really whiny letter. I mean, does he need a tank of gas for his Mercedes too? Probably. Probably does, yeah. Probably. It just seems like an odd thing to ask of patients. It? Yeah, the and the way to word that, like, woe is me, send me hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to send out some letters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, We're assessing attacks on knowing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've now met us. <laughs> Pay up. Pay up. <laughs> We're the gift that keeps on taking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just thought this week that that letter was inappropriate. And um, I don't know. It, it just seems like now we have to pay. A, so now are you going to answer the phone? Yeah. No, they're not going to answer the phone. <laughs> Am I going to get better service? I mean, what? Yeah. 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 
And then the first thing he says, oh, and by the way, your insurance will not cover this fee. Well, then it's probably not a very legit fee. No. <laughs> I mean, because it's not for any medical service. Right. Yeah, it's for the privilege it's of... Walking in the door. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's a trend that, are, that doctors are doing. Well, there was some of that a while back. We were running like those... Well, that's a concierge doctor. That's yeah, different. Yeah, concierge doctor type thing. That's different. But it's similar that you pay a fee to be part of the club. But a concierge doctor it will, will be... Um, they only take X amount of patients, uh, and they're your advocate with any other doctor. So if you're going to a specialist, then um, your uh, concierge doctor is also with you at those, reading the documents and being your advocate. You can go through him for anything. And that was bad for me to say him. You can go through them. I'm just thinking of the friend we had that was the concierge doctor. So, Right. But no, it's it's different. He called it a membership. You're gonna be part of the club. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. Mm. What what benefits do I get with this club? That's what I don't get. Come yeah. to your doctor. There's a ton of benefits. Right, you actually I have mean, a like lot a lot of benefits. You know, a service level agreement almost. Right, twenty four seven. Whereas, yeah, what's this guy's contract that you're paying? What are you getting for 150 bucks? You get to keep walking in the door when right at the same rate you've been walking in before. That does seem fishy to me that you're selling a thing for no, for no, you haven't named a specific benefit. The privilege to come see you. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So nothing else exciting from your that, end. That, no, that was that was pretty. Um, I was a little flabbergasted. Yeah. A little. Hmm. What's going on here? But. Nope. Then I just called you, and then you were in the process of spilling everything in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's getting wild in here. <sighs> well, at least you got her out before I got home. Well, I saw that art. So I, the other thing I saw, I saw that article. Uh, I posted a little thing about Twitter about it. That was a new study that came out about how nature. A Trump supporter discovered that Nature magazine, which is a science magazine, um, endorsed Joe Biden, then their support for that magazine would go down, plus their support or you know support for scientists in general would go down. So this paper found that. I mean, it's not particularly shocking, but the paper's point is sort of like it's dumb for science journals to endorse candidates. <laughs> Right. It doesn't really change anybody's mind. No Trump supporter is going to go vote for Biden because Nature magazine said endorse Biden. Endorsements don't mean anything anymore anyway. That was kind of one of my points, too, was like the whole endorsement thing sort of a joke now. I mean, all these magazine, I mean, uh, newspaper endorsements, that used to mean something a little bit, but now it doesn't. No one cares. I mean, Hillary Clinton, I think, had nine, um, somewhere around 90% of the, it was a big percent. I don't remember how high, but it was really high of all these major magazine um, newspaper endorsements. How much difference did that make? Like, no one cares. Those are, these aren't powerful anymore. And so anyway, that, but anyway, it was not a surprising study result, but that was kind of interesting that um, if they, so they did like a, 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 they'd show people two things. On one side, you know, it talks about Nature Magazine did, is changing the look of the cover or something like that, or just something kind of benign, just kind of, and then the other one would be 
a, a, new, a story cover that says, you know, uh, Nature Magazine endorses Joe Biden. And then they would uh, compare the their sentiment towards it before and after. And it went, it got, you know, they, they became less, their sentiment was worse towards Nature Magazine and towards science in general, scientists in general, because they were shown that Nature, Ma- Nature Magazine um, uh, endorsed Biden. So all I, <laughs> I have such a weird picture in my head of uh, them showing this magazine. Look, Nature Magazine, blue algae is really good for you or whatever. And then it's going, they go, oh, people, go, oh, it's a couple. It's an old couple looking at the magazine. Oh, look at how sweet that is. That's so nice. And then they slap it away and slap the one. Well, it's not Nature the- Magazine, <laughs> burning all the way. They don't do it from the same the well, same person well, <laughs> each person would get well, one or the other of those samples is what I'm saying. The, <laughs> but the, tell the story that's all i heard it's like oh you like that now how do you like it? <laughs> no it's like a certain percentage of people would randomly get one or the other and the ones that got the one you know that's, you have to have a lot of people i don't remember you don't need that money actually i mean four well it's not a huge number that's less than people think to have a meaningful study like that it depends though a lot. I mean, these guys are good at that. Like they know how to do that, but it's surprisingly a low number. Have you ever participated in studies like that? Yeah, I mean, sometimes. But the ones I've done are really simple. Like they're more like multiple choice questions, less of, of, of something like that. Although no, I guess there's been a few that have had something like that where you're supposed to look at this image and then re-rate everything and see if anything changed. <laughs> and then they, then they put a, Pro Biden <laughs> sticker on it, show it to you again. <laughs> no, they don't show you. Now, they how do you feel about they don't, this? No, they don't do that. They compare the one to the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Like I said, I just feel like you've got a couple going. They show them the two together. <laughs> oh, I don't like that one at all. I like this one. <laughs> yeah, no. So, like the people but, that got the one thing, they do they but the would bigger, have one behavior, and the people that got the other have a different. But the bigger behavior. story of that is then they because of the um, endorsement, then they trust science less. Trust. That's exactly right. So that's the whole point of that whole thing is that what it shows is that the way that we trust things has now become so polarized that, um, you know, we, we basically don't have trust, you know, in much, right? Because we don't, we certainly, if it came from the other side or endorses the other side in this case, that's enough to make us not trust it anymore. And so I, that was one reason why I was curious about the whole thing because of this, I think this trust problem is one of our major problems now, right? I don't, how do you get? I don't know how we get past this because you know you get a our government both, you know, it's the boyfriend that cheated on you, you know. Well, I mean, you get a, a we've been cheated on. Well, we've been yeah, we're kind of left out of the discussion, but um, well, but and and you know, I mean, the thing I'm talking about is this idea that if you do anything. You, you get, you know, you, even if you're on, like, look at some of you that wrote some of these books after leaving the Trump administration. So here they were. Well, I know I hate to use Trump sometimes, but it's just, a, it's a good example of a lot of this stuff. But in this case, you know, they left, they were in that, they were totally right wing. They were totally, everybody loved them. They were in his administration. They worked with them. And then they write these books and say, you know, in real life, it looked like this and we should, we should be really worried about it or whatever. And they're in and in, in, in interact and, and so and now they're like ostracized. They're like you know they used to 
So now they're not accepted in that. Uh, though the GOP is not accepting them anymore. Right. They don't trust what they say. Well, that's you're just making that up. That's just sour grapes or whatever, right? And so you get all these. This is not one. Like there's a big list, right? And so you can see this trust thing. It's like it's like this is a huge problem. And I don't know how you get past this because it's creating problems. I mean, for the for society, this idea that you can't trust anybody. Um, you know, and it's like one of my pet peeves talking about outrage is the, uh, and so anyway, I do have an episode coming up about this trust issue related to COVID and our COVID response. And that'll be like a bonus episode next week. And I actually have the guy on, he wrote a Newsweek piece uh, or a piece, an opinion piece that was in Newsweek that is him sort of saying that we screwed up the, the sci- scientist got it wrong and they should admit it. And, and we should have that conversation. And, and he goes on to talk about how a bunch of stuff science-wise was wrong. Um, so I had that guy on the show. And it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's an interesting conversation. And it, a lot of it is about that trust factor. But yeah, so getting back to the whole trust thing, we don't, uh, you know, this trust is just a huge problem. And now back to our regular schedule. Well, it's, yeah, it's all part of the trust thing. It's right. all kind of interconnected. So that, yeah, so I mean, that's, um, and, and so I think that's, one of the the barriers i mean one of the challenges we have that's potentially an issue here is how do we start having enough trust in something right i mean you know people i you know i was talking about one of my favorite outrages lately is this people that sort of um abuse the term um critical thinking to just mean i just reject everything (laughs) you know it's like you know they just use the term like what that means is i just don't believe anything it's like no that's not what critical thinking means right Mm -hmm. And 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 and, uh, and and that kind of discourse uh, or inquiry, I should say, it, it, you know, and, and uh, so it's that that's just really frustrating to me that <laughs> that's what they think critical thinking means is just telling you know saying no to anything. <laughs> no, that's parenting. Yeah, well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's when you say no to everything. But I've heard some interesting, and I hear these, and I and I hear some of it through my man on the street interview stuff. But even in other contexts, I've heard stuff people say where it's just like, that's just really frightening, you know, the stuff, you know, a lot about. Well, I heard this and that with the with with this medical thing, so I'm just not going to do it. Well, it's like, well, where'd you hear that from? And like, you know, it's just stuff like that that people are very quick to take sort of these counter arguments, you know, these kind okay, of but- conspiracy theory kind of things. And they want to really reject all this other credible stuff. Okay, so the, when we started talking about that, I was thinking, you know, all these that they now want to throw out, like they don't trust science at all. They don't trust the, that the vaccines were, um, you know, they they say we don't trust big pharma or whatever. But if you look at the the news channels that they watch, every single ad is for some prescription med. And so you know that those, the drug companies know that, that people are going to go in and ask for these drugs, that same um, demographic of people. Right. So I just find it very interesting. They wouldn't run the ads there if they weren't working. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah so, but I mean, those med ads are everywhere, though. I mean, they are everywhere. But especially news programs of any kind. New, right. News programs. So it's that's interesting to me so i'm wondering what is the so when you say oh i don't trust any science then that means you don't trust processed foods and you don't trust makeups and you don't trust shampoos and soaps and detergent i mean that's everything everything that gas for your car yeah. <laughs> you know your yeah, car your car <laughs> your yeah. car at all you yeah. you're sitting in yeah 
but it, it's just a soundbite somebody started. I don't trust the science. Right. Like, well, I don't want critical race theory. Well, what is critical race theory? I don't know. I don't know. Well, and that was, yeah, and that guy that I had, I talked to about the whole CPAC thing, that was all kind of bundled into this yeah. kind of whole chunk about kind of wokeism and a bunch of other things kind of bundled together. Um, indoctrination, like we've talked about a couple times and stuff like that, but you know, just kind of what, what, what are, what are the things that they're trying to get people emotional about on that side? A lot of things. They just want to get us riled up all the time. They do. Whether you're on one side or the other. They do, but at least they're doing some studies with nature magazine. Well, no, that was nature who did their own. No, it wasn't nature who did nature. It's it is funny having nature report on a study about nature. <laughs> well, is nature magazine considered, um, a, a scientific journal? Yeah, it's it very is. highly. Yeah, yeah, it's a very big deal if you get your paper accepted into Nature. Oh, that's a big deal. I thought it was like um, Sunset Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's definitely a cut above. It's a it's a prestigious thing to get your paper selected for. How come we don't uh, subscribe to Nature Magazine? I, I look at it online. Oh, you do? Yeah. I was like, wait, isn't is a little magazine we got the kids when they were little? Nature magazine. No, it's a no, it's pretty fine. It's a pretty nice magazine. I'm gonna have to look this up. You should Google that. <laughs> is it worth a Google? It's I probably, only have so many Googles. Is it worth a Google? It's probably worth a Google if you want to see what the cover looks like. No, it's a nice quality magazine. But it also has the you know the tech journal and it'll you know try to popularize it to the point of make it presentable and then it'll have a reference to the actual paper or whatever it was that they're talking about and often they'll interview uh one of the authors of the paper okay so i do have an outrage oh okay i'm totally outraged um so um starting in 2000 and 2035 35 um no more gas appliances i think it's before that i think it's before that it's it's yeah, yeah it's a pretty short time so pretty soon you know 10 years goes fast guys right right <laughs> so pretty soon we no more i, I had that in my list but i kind appliances. of took it out so. well this, i think this, i sent you a thing about this is it. why this is why it um infuriates me um yes you did send me something about it but um i was listening to the i was listening to the radio in the car and it's talking about it so i'm on this um a local alert that tells you what the 911 calls are in town um mostly um i just have it doesn't matter why <laughs> so we've had some pretty big storms here and how many alerts did you get that said electricity out, wires down, electricity out, wires down, electricity out, wires down? And it's like it was constant, constant. So you want everyone to switch to a, a source of energy that you can't even it's not stable here. Yeah, that's true. Well, and then your car's charged on it, too. So if you're not, you can't. If, you know, if you didn't happen to charge your car, you're kind of screwed. So we live in an area where gas and electric are on the same bill. 
not every not every area is like that. Um, right. You might have two different providers. So does our does our power company have any incentive by making things all electric? You know, I don't know enough about their economics. I mean, because don't because they don't they make we have more natural. I mean, nat natural gas is sort of more readily available than at least currently than uh, some of the ways they make electricity. But electricity is also perhaps more more efficient in how it uses it. So I'm not sure on that how that plays out. If there's any economic incentive for them. Well, electricity's got. Remember how bad electricity was when we were kids. I mean, it would just such a heavy drain. You know, you plug in the uh, air conditioner, and the whole house goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking up the whole thing of when that gas stove thing is starts. But anyway, it's it's pretty soon. Yeah. But so I mean, the. Uh, Appliances and everything that we use are much more efficient, but I guess it's still, there's a lot of them. Yeah, so it's 2027 is when the whole thing starts, but I, like you say, I think there's some other hard numbers in, of when. Mm -hmm. um, in 2027, you're supposed to have to get some, some alternative, so I, I don't know. It doesn't really give me not, not, well, not if you already have it. No, I don't think. I think your grandfather didn't if you already have it. But, but you have to replace it. it. Yeah, you have to you... replace it. You can't replace it. I wonder if there'll be a black market. Um, <laughs> there'll be a black market for gas stoves for you a while. Set, you set that. Uh, <laughs> you do your remodel. You set the cardboard electric one in and go, oh, yeah, this is our stove. And then as soon as they leave, put the, as soon as the inspector leaves, you flip it all over the gas one flips out of the wall yeah and then you you uh meet the guy in an alley somewhere to get your gas stove <laughs> hey gil hey gil hey gil <laughs> gil's gone to the to the bad side and he's hawking propane in the back alleys <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> propane and propane accessories yeah so okay well the only um the last the only thing I, I have is uh, left is the uh, silly thing. So I, and I had to put this in. How do you leave this out? I'll Re tell you how to leave it. <laughs> researchers uncover mechanisms that allow beetles to absorb moisture from the atmosphere through their rear ends. <laughs> and? And that, well, it's a unique ability, replaces the need to drink, and allows the insects to thrive in dry environments. Moisture from the air? It doesn't say from the air. Oh, yeah, it does say, yeah, moisture from the atmosphere. You're right. So they can just suck the water <laughs> out of the air. <laughs> they don't have to drink. They can just keep walking, too. <laughs> My skin is dry because they're just sucking the moisture out. My skin is drier than a room full of beetles. <sighs> so I had, to, I had to include that one. <laughs> okay. That and raccoon dogs. How do you not include that? You know, okay, so I did look at the raccoon dogs, by the way. Are they cute? They're pretty cute, right? Well, I said, I said, damn it, those aren't dogs. And then I look again, I go, oh, no, those aren't dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, why people call them raccoon dogs? They're wild animals, right? Yeah, they're wild animals and they're dogs. They're canids. They're not They're not whatever raccoons are. Raccoons are like some weird thing. No one knows what they are, right? They're, they're related to bears. They're related to bears, yeah. Oh, and you know, hibernation season's over. Those bears are waking up with their cubs. Yep. Yellowstone's going to be pretty scarier. 
Yeah. We should do a whole episode wonder, just on Yellowstone. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Yellowstone Park, not real, not the show, not the TV show. Right. I have some feels. <laughs> yeah, you do for sure. <laughs> They're all right. Nobody can prove me wrong. No, I I pretty much agree with you. <laughs> Except for. But anyway, that's another show. That's another show. <laughs> da, 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 all right. So I don't know. You got anything else you want to throw in? Um, no, but just about to finish the thought about the PG&E. I don't understand why um, you can provide this kind of service. Or, or I don't understand how our governor could see. Because we're in a big area. He definitely knows that how unstable the power is that he can go ahead and sign that um, mandate to have no more uh, gas appliances. Yeah, that's a good question. It's probably half half a political thing, and you know, and I haven't really looked at the. They they claim that that gas stoves and water heaters make as much smog as cars. In the same area, you know, the aggregate of all the gas, and that seems to seems to me to be, what? that seems to me like how could that seems like there's no way. Although car smog is of course way down from what it used to be, but um, that that blows me away if that's true. You know, if that maps out true, so I mean, I've seen a lot of arguments of like it's you know it's not a, not the best place to start. Just worry about climate change, but I guess you got to do what you got to do. Got to do something. Because that was another article I didn't talk about because there's just all the doom and gloom about climate change. There's another report, you know, talking about we're going to be at 1.5 C in the next decade and maybe two. So those are bad numbers. And the, the, the list of things that are affected is like <laughs> this long list. So I didn't want to kind of read through all that. Man, way to bring this down. That's what I mean. That's why I didn't include the whole thing. Well, I, I, I'm okay skipping that for right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we still should look at it. We don't need to talk about it tonight. <laughs> yeah. I know. So we have a whole list for next uh, next time already. <clears throat> I'm sure that hopefully something will happen this week. I mean, maybe there'll be something. Well, on the other hand, I should be careful what I wish for. Something bad might happen. That wouldn't be good either. But um, No, let's talk about basketball. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about basketball really quick. No, no, all the number one seeds out. I don't, I'm not even an expert on this, but we follow ba- college basketball a little bit. And yeah, all the number one seeds are out. What's your bracket look like? My bracket's not good. Well, you can't to be you have can't be alone in that. I mean, no. all number ones being out. No, that's insane. Yeah, when we go, when I uh, recalculate everybody's, um, I'm running the office pool. Um, when I recalculate everyone's bracket, when I go back to work Monday, it's not going to be pretty. No, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just like well, basically we're all out. So let's just <laughs> so we have to just wait and see if any of our teams win anything from here on out. <laughs> I bet you. Um, did you did you like um, look online to come up with how you do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're following somebody's rules for it. Yeah, I know there's, there's more than one way to run. There's a, a yeah, I, you know, and I should have. The thing is, is like you know, it was, it was last minute. There's been a lot of changes at work, and we didn't know if we were going to be if it if it was going to be frowned upon in the <laughs> establishment <laughs> to run a bracket. But um, so it was very last minute. So basically, we I just found a bracket. Online, just print it out and hand to everybody. I mean, that's freaking old school. No, but I mean, does it have the rules of how you calculate the winners? I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. I'm getting there. <laughs> so, so I just handed out the paper and they filled them out and they just handed them back to me. And then I'm thinking, okay, how, how am I going to do this? So then I thought, okay, I'll go backwards 
and just there's got to be an app or a website, a free website that lets you do. And there is, but they're not exactly free, mm-hmm. meaning that um, it's very difficult to finally get to your bracket. And um, and then you so you so anyway, I would set up the bracket on this website, and um, I would invite everybody, and they would they'd send their bracket in, and <clears throat> it would calculate it every time. But um, so anyway, so I'm like, well, that none of this is all BS. I can't do. That. I'm never going to be able to do this. So I'm just going to do the old fashioned count them up. And um, so I just found a scoring system. I first was thinking I was just going to do, you just get one point for every game. But then I realized you do these weighteds where it's. Right. Um, like a four that makes it to a. Yeah, so this it's a two. Round, something like that. You know, yeah. So everybody in, um, like everybody in the um, eight, 18 is two points. And everybody in the 16, or not 18, you know what I mean, 32. And then everybody in 16 is um, four four points and then so I mean and as the bracket gets smaller the points for a win get higher so someone who um did, so but there's no so, so someone who did who didn't do so well overall if they had the winning if their team won they would still they be way you know they have the same chance to get someone whose bracket was really good but didn't have the winner mm-hmm. so give I mean so it's but there's no bonus for long shots or anything like that. No, oh god, no, it's win or lose. Yeah, yeah, that's simpler. Yeah, <laughs> someone goes, we should do a bingo game, and I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> when I go home, man, I'm I'm home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's gonna do that? Who's gonna set all that up for you? Well, we did Christmas card bingo, and one of the bosses thought, oh, this is really fun because every morning when, um, whatever Christmas cards came. Um, we, we go, okay, let's go through the Christmas cards where before Christmas cards come and people just yeah, throw just them around. Yeah, throw them in a pile. So I, I um, just out of the blue, I go, is anybody opposed to Christmas card bingo? And um, even the big boss was like, yeah, this would be great. But then the other big boss saw it and went, what, what? <laughs> well, we did we did that one for money too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a problem because, you know, gambling on the work site's not it's frowned upon in this state (laughs) (laughs) i thought there were certain kinds of things you could do certain types of lottery type things you could do but i don't know i'm probably well you could share the lottery ticket but i don't think you can run a a gambling pool i was thinking yeah like like the way bingo works where yeah no you have to get you have to get a um you have to get a permit to run gambling yeah i mean uh bingo right so (laughs) And I forget where you get the permit, but I'm thinking, why don't they just, um, well, I guess maybe because there's accounting because of this, the money or something. I'm not sure. But I'm like, once you say I'm an old folks, so I'm up oh, here's, here's your water. Here's where you sit. <laughs> and here's your bingo permit <laughs> <laughs> to just come with the building. Right. But no, apparently they have to do some sort of accounting and, date uh submit logs of when they ran games and stuff so maybe that's in our futures of bingo hall yeah that's what we need <laughs> okay well i think we've exhausted most of the outrage this week no there's more outrage there's always more outrage there's always we'll... more outrage yeah. <laughs> all right well any last words no no still, still love you still love you Despite everything. No. (laughs) Love you. Good night. Good night.